There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode 6 of season 3 of Channel Zero Butcher's Block. So, oh my gosh, this was... Okay, before we jump in, just thumbs up or thumbs down from you. Because it's thumbs up, but it was really weird for me. Yeah, Yeah, it definitely was, was a thumbs up for me as well. It did not end the way I was expecting it to end, though. No, no, it did not. <laughs> because so far every season, there's been something kind of weird at the end, but it's had more closure. Right. This one, I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> exactly. So I had like a lot of questions. I was texting Steve that, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, let's jump into the ratings news, shall we? All right, episode five brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.269 million viewers, making it the 130th overall cable show. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't been more. I, I think too. a lot of people are, weren't like expecting it to be back this, this soon. Right. And I, I think mean, you're right. And I have a feeling that when more people realize that it's going to be on demand or on Hulu or whatever, um, it's going to have a whole lot of people watching this. this right. This is so weird. Yes. <laughs> All right. So why don't we jump into episode six, shall we? The All finale. Right. Yes, the season finale. Yeah. Sacrifice Zone. Zoe and Alice confront the Peach family. Thanks. Thanks for yeah, that. that for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so descriptive. Thank you. Yeah. And I don't think I would call that Zoe and Alice confronting the Peach family. Not really. No. Although... Some interesting things did play out. Oh, yeah. Well, we start in the hideout as Izzy is back in her hideout that we saw way back when in episode two, I think. And, but this time she's got a big old knife in there. She ain't playing around. This kid's like, crap. This weird meat guy came after me and they keep putting all this weird crap on me. I yeah. think I need to do something. And then I start freaking out because then we see the door shaking and she's kind of backing up into the corner and i'm like oh my god what's coming after her right we didn't know if it was one of the munchkins that found her or or what we go damn it (laughs) yeah i was not feeling really good because we see the door kind of shake like it's trying to open and it's kind of giving and then we don't see anything and i was like oh my god what did they do what happened is he right this poor kid just got down from Crazyville. Yeah. And we cut to the Peaches Field. Yes. This really nice, beautiful field. And we see the gardener again. He pops up, smiling, tipping his hat, looking all cordial. And basically, it's Joseph and Alice. Joseph wants to know how she's doing. And then they sit down and have a little heart to heart about what's going on. They're going to have to. Basically make, uh, we have to keep our promise, shall we say. Right. He doesn't come out and call it a sacrifice, but that's what it is. But doesn't he? Kind of? Yeah, he he does. I'm like, I feel like he does say something about, uh, well, we offered the little girl and it's his angel. And he has a lot of angels. It's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, he does call it an offering. That's for sure. Now, of course, he also, Alice asked about what kind of higher power is, and is it beautiful? Which and is Joseph, weird to me. Right. Well, if you think about God, you expect to see something beautiful. Well, Joseph tells her it's so beautiful, it will make your eyes bleed. Yeah, I'm thinking what? that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. 
That doesn't sound like it's something beautiful if it makes your eyes bleed. I'm just saying. Yeah, I I don't know. And she just seems like, okay, that's cool. Let's give him a little kid. It's like, uh, weren't you a social worker for like a hot minute? Yeah. And weren't you, wasn't Izzy your first uh, case? That you promised to keep her safe? Right. This doesn't have that feel. No, it doesn't. I don't know. And then, obviously, Alice doesn't know that the god ate one of Joseph's grandkids. No. Which is creepy. But I I don't know. I just feel like even kind of strung out, she might feel more. But apparently not so much. Yeah. I mean, you kind of get the feeling that she's trying to get information about what's going on. And you kind of hope that she will process that and say, this doesn't add up, but mm, not so much. No, because even when Joseph's like, you understand, right? And she's just like, yeah, and smiling and nodding away. It's like, what? What? Yeah. Ugh, I can't deal with you. No. So we cut to the playground where Zoe is wandering around and hear, hearing the voices in her head again. And she stops and looks up. And we cut to the stairs as we see the almost the entire family heading down the stairs and into the park. Interesting, because yes, you have Joseph and his wife both heading down and just all the kids, I guess, because you see all the feet coming. It's like, okay, how are they doing this? I mean, they don't all look all super strong, but yeah, I mean, is the wife like, I'm going to take everyone down with me? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, with the getting rid of the two brothers, you think they'd be at almost at a disadvantage. But we'll find out that not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was true. So we go to Luis's basement and oh, what a nice shot of all the heads <laughs> on the table. I was I don't know, it's got to be the whole thing with Luis and like let me stuff everything. Right. Because it didn't make a whole lot of sense. We're like, we're just going to lay them all out here. Here's our crime. Right. <laughs> and we see Luke checking out some shears. You go, that would be awful difficult to cut somebody's head off with those. I have no idea what he's thinking. I think he's just so in the moment. Like, he's not really thinking ahead. Right. Yeah, because basically he's he's ready to go after them. And Luis tells him this isn't going to work. You can't just go after them, and maybe it's time for them to just go. And that doesn't set too well with Luke. No, he seemed to get really ticked, thinking that she's trying to bail. Yeah. Which isn't what she's doing. She's trying to save all of you. Yes, she is. And then the knocking, the frantic knocking starts. And I was like, oh my god, who's at the door? Right. So Luke draws his gun, and they head upstairs. Luke peeks out the window of the door. But can't see who it is, so each one of them get a side of the door, and they open it to find Diane. Which surprised Izzy. me. Yes. yes. So she's the one who went and, and got her, I guess. Right. And I was really grateful, weirdly enough, that it was Diane. Yeah. Because in this moment, she seemed completely lucid. Right. More lucid than we've ever seen her. Right. You know, when she's like, she came back, I found her hiding. And, and you got to keep her safe. And even at this point, Louise is like, Diane, Diane, come in. She's like, no, no. But, you know, she's really nice to Izzy. So I'm sure that, you know, being in Butcher's Block, she's seen stuff. But whatever Diane's seen with the peaches has scared her into sanity, basically, is what right. I Right. Mean. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Especially when she's like, they're going to come for her. Keep her safe. It's like, wow. Okay. Like, she's serious. So I'm wondering if she's going to kind of be hanging outside at this point to try to either be like early warning or try to help whatever she can. Right. Because yeah. obviously Diane actually kidding. ends up playing a very pivotal role in she this finale. <laughs> I was go, really surprised. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole whole marathon away from where we started. Let's say that. Uh, yes, exactly. So Louise starts to clean Izzy up, and Zoe comes in, and they share a big hug. Of course, Izzy tells her that she hid like you told me to. Louise asks, where's Alice? Well, at this point, Alice was the one who was sane. Right. Except was. 
Yeah, I know. So many things switched on us this episode. Yes. And Zoe just shakes her head and tells them that she stayed. Which if I don't understand. I still don't understand that. I don't know if I'm ever going to understand that. No, not at all. Me neither. Now, of course, we see Zoe walking around the house, checking the windows. And Luis asks, so that's it? There's nothing we can do? And Zoe goes, well, maybe there is. And she tells them about the thing that's up there that's not a peach. Yeah, that's not a, I don't know, anything. But the key is, they seem to be very scared of what will happen if they don't deliver. And at this point, light bulb moment, Luis is like, all right, we cannot let them get their hands on Izzy. Right. And we want to see what happens to them when they fail. Good. <laughs> Good. We'll take my car and get out of here as fast as we can. It's like, okay, that's a great plan, but we know that Zoe pretty much had to run from the park. Right. And, I mean, does Zoe know that they're right on her tail? Probably not, but they're pretty close, so you need to be like jumping in that car and taking off. Right. Because <laughs> Zoe gets to the door, gets outside, and finds her sister standing there. Right. And Alice looking so... Just calm. So you know things weren't right. Right. Because if she had come back to her senses, I'm going to say that, then she'd probably look a little more frantic. Right. Not so much. And of course she (laughs) wants in, and Zoe says, I don't think so. Thank you, Zoe. Yes, thank you. I love it because she kept asking her, did you leave? She's like, "Uh, you going to let me in? What, is she a vampire now? She needs to be invited in? What's going on? Yeah. I can leave whenever I want. Well. Can you? And Alice tells her she knows Izzy's in there. So you can give her to me or you, or they're going to come and take her. You go, okay. Yeah. You just don't care anymore. I see. Okay. Yeah. But then Zoe, again, our crazy one in the beginning, she's like, you were so scared of losing your mind. You just gave it away. Nice line. (laughs) I was really surprised. I'm like, ooh. That's a dig. Yes. <laughs> Very big one. And with Alice, now this is what I was confused. Was Alice saying she needed Zoe more than ever or Zoe needed her more than ever? Zoe needed her more than oh, ever. Okay. See, I was a little confused with it because it could have been either way. Right. She goes, let me take care of you in a world where you don't have to worry about money or mom or being right. sick. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Brainwashed. Yeah. So brainwashed. Yeah, and I love it because Zoe's like, yeah, how about we jump in the car and you know, just take off? Like, start someplace fresh, you know, no cannibalism. How right. much do you have to eat every day now? How often? Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of what set her off then. Because all of a sudden Alice is like just yelling to give me Izzy and, and you can leave. And I was like, okay, is it the fact that she's telling her, look how much you're consuming. And that's people. And you're right. going to let somebody consume this little girl. Yeah. And Alice was kind of pissed. And I was not exactly surprised she got mad, but I was surprised that it turned so fast. Yeah, it didn't surprise me that she turned so fast. Just that's kind of the way they are is, you know, give me what I want. I'm so used to getting everything I want that I'm going to be pissed if I don't get what I want when I ask for it. Yeah, especially with the... I'd rather live in a world with no pain. It's like, right. oh, that sounds like an addict. Yeah, sure does. And she should know because Zoe was an addict. So come on. Yep. Oh, but man, so of course oh, Zoe manages to get back into the house, which and I was of course, happy for. Yes, very. And of course Alice is stomping around the front porch, calling for Zoe, and all of a sudden a man asks her if she's okay. Now, right here, I'm like, okay, first of all, he's not a peach. Right. He doesn't look like the crazy god thing, but, you know, who knows? Right. But the way he keeps going, all of a sudden, I'm like, are you serious? This is the student (laughs) loan guy. Yes. And I'm like, all right, listen, for those of you who don't know, because I'm paying students until I die. Yes. (laughs) They don't come to your house like this idiot. No. (laughs) And at this point, I'm like, you deserve to be fed to the peaches. I'm sorry, uh, yeah. because he was a dick. Like, yes. I'm not even being nice about this. I'm not going to play it up. He's like, 
you owe 90000 in loans and you think somebody else is going to take care of it, you spoiled brat. I'm like, she got out of school like six months ago, dude. Right. Where is she getting ninety grand? Did she win the lottery? <laughs> and I swear to you, what she did, I'm not even mad at her. No. <laughs> <laughs> because now I, I've had to deal with them. They are never to that level of dickheadedness. Right. Because but they can be awful. Rude. Oh, they can be jerks, but not to this level. Like, no. you better t- do it, you spoiled little brat. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I've I've had to argue because I'm like, I don't make that kind of money. We're coming with that. Right. You can't take more than I make. Yeah. And then when she jumps on him and literally takes a bite out of his throat, I'm like, I'm not mad at you. That guy was a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not the way to handle student loans. But, you know, I guess whatever works for you at that moment. Right. <laughs> I mean. Is it wrong that I was kind of cheering? Probably, because she still ripped the poor man's throat out. But I'm like, oh, yeah. You know what, dude? That's a whole different level. I guess you really wish you didn't buy that, that debt now, didn't you? Right. Yeah. And we we were kind of hoping that he was going to get fed to the peaches. Yeah. And, well, he kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Again, not mad. Not mad at her with this one, but wow. And see, this is why you're a debt collector. I wouldn't go knocking at somebody's house. You got crazies out there, obviously. Yeah, that's right. And Alice turned into one of those cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs ones. <laughs> so Zoe gets the inner door shut, and here's Louise calling for her. As she runs past the window, she sees a couple of the munchkins outside. and Did they even is... see this happen, or are they coming around back, I'm wondering? I don't think they saw that happen, but <laughs> I think they were coming around back, like you said. Or everything kind of at the same time so that, like, nobody's actually seeing it. Right, okay. yeah. That There's so much going on on the front porch that they can sneak around. and. Uh, that makes sense. That was a bit of a distraction on the front porch. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so she runs downstairs and sees Luis and Luke. Finally getting those boards to the entrance to the tunnels off. Yeah, those boards that looked like they were put up so badly. That apparently right. were really hard to open. Yeah, great. <laughs> what the heck? And then this next part. I was like, uh, what just happened? Because next thing we know, we see a door fall in and you see Joseph and Smart Mouth. Right. And Joseph, like, kind of, you know, pats Smart Mouth on the head. It's like, okay, who just did that? Was that Smart Mouth that did it? Absolutely, it was Smart so Mouth. He's like this super strong, crazy little monster thing. I think so. I mean, he was creepy, but you know what I mean. Right, yes. I think he's. Got some powers as well, because I am in full belief that he was the one who knocked that double door down. Yeah, I was watching. I'm like, uh, which one just did that? <laughs> that was weird. Yes, it was. And awful scary, because you don't want smart mouth. No. <laughs> yeah, do, 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 do. Uh, so, of course, Joseph walks into Luis's study and sees the wall. Of peaches and missing persons. Yeah. Not real happy about that. No, you start seeing his face do weird things. Like Yes, again. Yeah, so at, at least our group is in the tunnels, which they have no idea where they're going, if they're even still regular tunnels and not collapsed, too. Right, yeah, where do they lead? Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anywhere is out of the house at this point. Yeah, who knows? Those tunnels are uh, over 100 years old. So they run into another boarded-up tunnel and start working on it, and we see Joseph finding the uh, four body bags. And you really see him start to change. Yeah, and the head's on the table. This is not good, Louise. No, things are going to get real bad real fast. <laughs> yes, very much so, especially seeing that Smart Mouth joins him, and they share a Hanky. Yeah, that was weird, too, because there's, like, blood in his mouth all of a sudden. Well, I think when he got it back from Smart Mouth, it was the actual hanky had a red design along the outside. Oh, Because I thought it was blood, too, but no, it was a a design on the the, around the outside of the hanky. That was like, ew, what's happening? Yeah. But it was weird, because then Joseph puts 
like the whole thing into his mouth. And next thing we know, he is like covered with that same goop that they've been putting on Izzy. Right. And I was like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) Are they trying to say that he was like a sacrifice originally and came back or something? Like, I I didn't understand that. Yeah, I didn't understand that either as how he could um, turn that way. I mean, yes, we've seen the the phasing of in and out, Mm -hmm. but we've never seen him turn white like that. Yeah. Now, maybe that's just what he would look, what he would normally look like. And that seeing him at 70 or 80 is what the phasing is keeping him looking like instead of 130. That's true, because he'd be very skeletal, I think, at this point. Yeah. And, of course, the gang gets the first board off, and they hear this horrible wail. Yeah. Not good. Work faster. No. And Luke pulls his gun, and all of a sudden, there's Joseph and Smart Mouth. I mean, they just appeared there. Yes. And And you go, whoa. Let's bump up the weird factor now. Oh, absolutely, because Smart Mouth tilts his head all the way back and then back up, and he becomes the voice of Joseph. Right. It's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hanky in your mouth there, Joseph? Oh, you're a ventriloquist. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you don't keep us out anymore. But Smart Mouth is... In Joseph's voice, telling him, give me the child. What do you do? Shoot me? Give me the child. It's like, uh, no. It's like, you're creeping me out. Right. And Louise asks if he remembers her brother. This was messed up. No joke. And you hear Smart Mouth say, I don't know. What did he taste like? Somehow, I'm not surprised. Somebody's going to get shot. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to hide Izzy. So they, like, slide her into the other tunnel, which did not work. No, because on the other side of that were the two munchkins that we saw going around the back. Apparently, they know where all the tunnels are and went in and got into that one to stop Luis and company from progressing any further. And they were handed Izzy in a roundabout way there. Yeah. Because, of course, Izzy screams, which is not something that we want to happen. No, not at all. And Luis is emptying the gun at Joseph, but he's kind of not there anymore. Right. He phases in and out. It it just doesn't get to him. He should have shot smart mouth. Right. (laughs) So we're back up to the playground, I guess. Yeah, not actually the playground, but it's in the, um, in the park. And we see Edie carrying this really, really long torch and we get a Joseph voiceover saying, I made a deal to protect my family a long time ago. Our God holds the universe inside his cloak. He will give you whatever you want, show you whatever you want to see. He's so generous. He gives us our little patch of heaven where it's always summer, and he gives his children. Huh? Those creepy things? <laughs> yeah, those little creepy things. I don't know if I'd call them children or not. Whose kids are they? That's what I start to wonder. Right. Because you only got one woman up there who's in childbearing age, basically. Yes. And she's pregnant, so what's coming out of there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we see Edie light a huge fire and, of course, has a contraction, more than likely. Yes. And that was weird because she's kind of like, all right, I got to keep lighting this fire. And it's like this weird double high like fireplace. Right. And it's on two sides. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you going to burn her? Yeah. Does uh, the landlord like his food well cooked? I uh, mean, he didn't no. didn't before because he took that munchkin and ate it without it being cooked. And isn't it Joseph again saying, you know, he demands offerings? Right. And we must, we must deliver what we promise. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Because now I'm, like, really all creeped out. Right. And we see Joseph carrying Izzy. And, of course, Smart Mouth has got Robert's head. Yeah. Okay. Why did you only grab Robert, by the way? He was Evelina's favorite, so you gotta... Oh, so she's like, screw it, we're leaving the rest. That's nice. Yeah, Yeah, she didn't know. It's that 
I guess it was Joseph's way of showing his wife that, yes, Robert actually is dead. I don't know. Messed up. Yeah, I kept thinking they were going to pop the heads back on the bodies and they were going to get up. Maybe they messed them up too bad. Who knows? Yeah. But good news, kind of, sort of. Diane pops up from behind a tree, swearing. Yeah. But she sees that carrying Izzy to this place. So maybe she can get our little Scooby gang there to help before things go too, too bad. Yes. At least she knows where they've taken her. Yes. Yeah, I'm not exactly surprised that she was cussing, because I think we all kind of said what she said. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you MFs? Yeah. It's just, and I we didn't see- understand the weird two-tower fire thing, but... Right. Well, and we find out that this was, at one time, their chapel. Which makes it even weirder. Yes. Like, if this is supposed to be what was in their house, like, what the hell were you guys doing? Right. But then as Edie's having like the labor contraction, she's kind of walking off into the pasture over here on the side. Yeah, behind everything. Yeah, and the meat monster's helping her. It's like, uh, Kay, is he delivering for you? What, are, what is right. going on? Yeah, exactly. And we see Evelina preparing the marking mixture. Yeah, the paste. Who knows what the hell? Right. Are you making a roux? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Little sauce on the side. What are you doing, weirdo? (laughs) And of course, they lay Izzy on the slab, and we see Luis, Zoe, and Luke entering the park. And as soon as they get in, they're joined by Diane. I'm telling you, she has come probably the furthest out of all of them. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Because, of course, Diane goes, what are we going to do? And Zoe says, whatever we have to. Diane seems to be all in for this, so, hey, if they can get this to work. Right. As long as she doesn't have scissors, I think we'll be all right. Exactly. <laughs> and where did they get this, like, white scarfy veil thing that they had on Izzy? I have no idea where that came from, unless that was the, a scarf that Joseph wears. I don't remember. Around his collar. Oh, oh, I didn't think about that. Now I can't right. picture what it was, but. No, but I think. I've seen what seen it there. Okay. And they take that off, and Alice asks if it will hurt her, and Joseph goes, "No, it feeds gently." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I totally totally believe that. Yeah. And Alice goes, "And I'll see it. Like you really want to watch this thing eat Izzy?" Thank you. Like, what the (laughs) hell is wrong with you? Like this woman's got problems. Yeah, she's definitely gone off the deep end here. Oh, yeah. And Joseph says, uh, you will, but close your eyes at first. Your mind is fragile and his powers could overwhelm you. Yeah. So maybe just don't look at anything. Yeah. So Evelina says it's time. They put the scarf back over Izzy's face. And, of course, Zoe, Luis, and Luke make it to a point where they can see what's going on. And then we get this nice little line of the Munchkins, Joseph, Evelina, and Alice. And Robert's head. And Robert's head. <laughs> yeah. And then Joseph, like, covers his face very, like, the weeping angels. Right. Exactly. And Evelina. And then Alice is looking, and she's like, oh, okay, they're all doing this. Now, she goes to do it, but I want to ask, because I, I swear that Smartmouth covered Robert's eyes, too. Oh, I think so. Okay. Because I'm like, am I? <laughs> Seeing things? What is going yeah, on? Yeah, no, I think he had one hand over Robert's eyes. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> I thought that was weird, but okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't seeing things. Right. And so, of course, Luis tells them that they're going to sacrifice her. Yeah, that was pretty much what the whole plan was. Yes, it was. And Alice moves her finger so she can see the little no peaky. Right. And then lowers her hands enough over (laughs) both eyes. And all of a sudden, the staircase has appeared between the towers. And at the top of it is the red door. Dun, dun, dun. And the door opens. Yeah, I love it. Because, okay, distraction, right? Because you don't know what's coming down. But our little gang is like, all right, well, we got to do something. Zoe's like, it's now or never. So she goes and Luis and Luke follow her. And I love it that Zoe's trying to distract Alice, and the rest of them are like, okay, just got to keep my face covered, can't look. 
Right. Which surprised the hell out of me. You think Joseph would turn around and be like, get away, do, you know, whatever. Right. But. You would think so, but. You know, Alice and Zoe decide to kind of start fighting a little. You know, what are you doing here? Come with me. No, I got to stay here. Blah, blah, blah. You know, back and forth. And Luke and Louise are standing right next to Zoe. And that's a, I'm sorry, when she says, how often do you feed it? Which I apologize. Right. I was thinking she meant her own addiction, not the thing. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> it took a minute, like, for that to really click, which one she was talking about. Although, really, right. it could have fit either way. How often do you have to feed the addiction, you know, of whatever's inside you or the thing? Right. Right. Yeah. You become a cannibal. How how often do you have to feed before you go nuts? Right. Before the madness comes back. And Alice is just like, Zoe, just leave. And so he's like, it eats kids, lady. Yeah. You were trying to help people. Hello. And was it one of the munchkins that all of a sudden says Grandpa the girl's gone? No, that was Evelina. Why the hell is she calling her husband Grandpa? Well, because he is Grandpa. When you become a Grandpa and Grandma, that's what you call your is it? significant other, yes. I thought it was one of the, the munchkins. That's why I was really right. getting creeped out thinking... Okay, these are the kids then, which yeah. they probably are, but <laughs> yeah, they probably are, but ugh. so I mean, this was good because of course, as Luis and Luke and Zoe were basically the distraction, you right? Know, Diane, crazy Diane, swoops in to save the <laughs> save the kid, right? Because next thing we know, we see her running through the woods carrying Izzy. So I'm happy because she's moving. Yeah, and of course Joseph's like looks at smart mouth and it's like go get her it's like oh great we already see that this this kid is like like the flash or some crap all of a sudden yeah <laughs> and louise sends luke after him right so i mean at least luke is upright now right bonus and can move because he moved pretty quick yeah well i'm well i'm gonna just say he's got longer legs than smart mouth he yeah have unfortunately. A better shot getting there but i don't know smart mouth was moving last time we seen him yes. and where the hell did the meat thingy come from <laughs> the tenderizer yes it's the thingy it's the technical term in case you weren't, weren't yes. sure but it's like where it was not in your hand you were carrying robert's head right <laughs> he keeps it in his back pocket i, was like, I guess seriously does he have like time lord pockets too it's like ooh, bigger yeah. on side. i'm telling you they're killing me with the doctor who stuff this season <laughs> but anyway let's come back to you yeah, know, the craziness happening. Walks up to the slab and he's got Robert's head and he's not looking uh, too confident. I don't care. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was nice to see a little bit of fear in his face for once. Yes. Although he was kind of salty because he felt so you just killed your sister. Right. Because then you, you turn around and here's something coming through the door. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I felt very Voldemortish, Death Eater coming down the steps. Oh, absolutely. With the long red cape. And like the mask. It's like, okay, we got a little mixture of everything happening. Yeah. And when we jump back to Diane, Diane had fallen. Why is it always people wearing gym shoes that fall? Right. <laughs> Every last time. I mean, Izzy's screaming when she's trying to get away. You know, of course, Diane's like, go, go, go. Which, right. again, is surprising that she's in the state of mind to to still be like, kid, run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This was the most sane she's been since we've seen her. Yes. I'm and glad. Picked a great time to be sane for, for <laughs> an hour or two. <laughs> yeah, because here comes Smartmouth, like I said, with the freaking meat tenderizer. And he's got it raised up, ready to hit her, and... <laughs> And Luke snatches it out of his hands. Oh, thank you, Luke. Yeah. And Luke proceeded to tenderize Smartmouth. Yes, the back of his head was definitely tenderized. That was messed up. And I want to say whoever did, like, the makeup, did the, the face for Robert for the head, and then obviously Smartmouth's head so that you could see, like, the tenderizer, like, the marks on it. Oh, my yeah. God. You guys are amazing with the effects. <laughs> Yes. Amazing. Or the costuming. Either one. It, it was fantastic. It was. And as this is going on, we kind of yeah. zip over to Edie, who's on the ground. <laughs> Apparently the baby's coming. And Meat Monster decided to be like, oh, I'm not a nurse. I got to go. Yeah. 
Because she's by herself, and you just so, see, like, blood coming yeah. out. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I haven't had one. I don't think that's normal, though. No. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not water breaking. That's something much worse. Yeah. And, of course, you know, she's screaming in pain and trying to push as, as you got smart mouth being beaten to death. Right, and the, the like, cutting back and forth was just... It was messed up. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying that was something else, and I'm like, hmm, might want to rethink this having a kid thing. Yeah, and of course, Luke just beats him senseless. Oh, yeah. And we see Edie lying on the ground instead of sitting up, and it kind of appears like she passes. Because she don't move. I didn't know if she just maybe passed out. Because right. obviously childbirth painful. Yes. Maybe it was just a lot happening and she just like, right. I and closed it, my it, eyes for a minute. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as this is happening, the landlord's coming down. Our creepy death eater happening. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I do not know what the hell is happening. Because <laughs> Joseph's just calm at this point. Walking up to him. It's like, yeah, what's up, man? Well, he knows what's up. I know, but he's just so calm. Well, there's, he can't run. That's true. Cause it's going to get him anyway. So it's just, he's resigned himself that he knows what's going to happen. And of course, it makes sure that it just tortures Joseph as much as it can because you see Evelina and the two munchkins explode. That was gross. <laughs> yes. Especially when the blood from each of them fly at into each yes. other. And, go, <laughs> and the whole time, like, you see the universe and everything and, and probably all the mysteries of life within the folds of the cape. Right. Like he's showing Joseph this and at the same time torturing him. Yeah. And uh, this is what I thought was interesting because Alice is freaking out because she sees this. It's like, oh, crap. And Louise is holding Zoe back because Zoe wants to run to her sister. Right. But you don't know what's happening. He might eat no. you. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't know who's next. And <laughs> of course, Joseph has to open his mouth and say, sick fuck. I guess he's <laughs> finally no longer happy with his God. Uh, apparently not. And of course, he gets blown up as well. But We see it twice. Right. It kind of. It was like once, like really fast, and then they kind of went back, so it was slow motion. Again, makeup effects. <laughs> oh, wow. I bow to you guys. Like, you see it, like, rip apart slow and then explode. I was like, that is so freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as he gets ripped right down the middle. Yes. And you see a liver fly off to the side. I don't know if you <laughs> caught that. Like, it bounced. Yeah. I was like, what? Oh, my God. This is so messed up. Yeah. But visually... It was really awesome because you got, like, everything that was happening and even, like, the slow-mo where you, like, see the face and how it was ripped. It was so weird. Yeah, it really was. I really wish I was able to do something like that. So once again, Alice looks around and sees body parts all over the place. Yeah. Last man standing. Oh, great. Now what? Yeah. And she starts walking towards it. I didn't understand this, and then next thing we know, we see her mom. Right. It's like, her mom, she's sitting there smiling, and what the heck? Why is it showing Alice her mom? (laughs) Like, if it's supposed to show you everything and the meaning of life or whatever, her mom, who went crazy and stabbed her sister, that's what you're showing her? That just seems like a bad thing. Well, I believe it knew that Alice was had not been part of the family for for long so he wasn't going to kill her mm-hmm. but he wanted to make sure that she would not be able to tell anybody anything yeah because anybody was going to believe that right because she saw her mom which got her to walk up to her and actually touch hands no matter how much Zoe was yelling for her right And, of course, that's when the massive mental overload occurs for Alice. Yes, because the face. Just, yeah. Again, just morphs into the universe. And it's like, okay, 
I don't know if this is better because you see all these different flashes from Alice's head. And I start feeling really bad for Alice. Yeah. Because when you hear anything's better than going insane, it's like, oh, crap. And then we get a shot of her brain. And then the scene where Zoe teases Alice with the caterpillar that we saw. Then back to the brain. And you hear Joseph say, your mind is fragile. And then the face of her madness pops up. And then you see Alice's face morph. Then the knife and her brain, the red door, your mind is fragile again. Then the cow skull and her face morphs again. And she sees her mother on the bed and a bloody knife in a hand. And you go, yeah, he just short-circuited her brain completely. Yeah, total mind fuck right there. Yeah, he closes his cape and climbs up the stairs. And as the cape hits the stairs, it reveals Alice on the ground. Yes. And this is weird because Zoe does finally get to her and try to wake her up. And you, you hear it where she sounds really far away. Right. And I thought her eyes were like all white, like it almost blinded her too. But it may have just been kind of like rolled up in her skull or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, her eyes were open, even though Zoe was saying, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Her eyes were open, but she was, yeah, there was nothing behind those eyes that could process anything. Right. And this was weird because then all of a sudden you're up. Up in the summer house, right in the room with the fireplace that had the girl's painting above it, and you know that's empty. But you keep hearing it sounded like flies, right? And in the hallway that was empty, and then what was it? The other like sitting room, parlor, whatever, empty. Right. You keep hearing where the bugs. Joseph was, yeah, where Joseph was feeling Edie's baby kick. Yeah. And the whole... And then the whole... Yeah. The whole... (laughs) whole, Yeah. And then the daughter's bedroom, one bed messy, one bed straight. You just keep hearing the bugs. And then this was weird because then you see Grandma sitting up in the dining room talking to nobody. Right. Just carrying on. It's a great conversation. Just having a grand old time. You go... like, so is Grandma still alive? Like, the god isn't killing her because, like, I don't know what to do with this lady. Yeah. I don't... That... That just threw me. I I didn't understand why they would he would save the grandmother. So because she is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So you got grandma who's still kicking. It seems the gardener, which we have no idea what happened. The butler, we have no idea what happened. No. The that we're not a hundred percent on. No, we don't know if she's alive or not. And then we that happens, and you see the red door. Then we cut to one year later. I'm like, all right. So what the heck just happened? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You go, huh? Okay, so the landlord kept the summer house and, some and of the people? kept the grandma and the gardener and the butler. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, we don't know. Don't know. Big question mark there. Like I said, Edie in my in my head is still a question mark. Right. Yes. I didn't see her blow up. Yeah, she did not explode. Right. Yeah, so Edie and Grandma are the only peaches that haven't blown up or been killed yet. Yes. That we know of. So it opens on a wall painting of space, and as the camera pulls back, I recognized that it was definitely the asylum that their mom was in. And sure enough, we see her mom sitting at the table, smiling, and extends her hands. And touches someone's hands, and you go, okay, which daughter is it? Right, because she kept saying, I wasn't myself. I wasn't myself. Yeah. Until she said, but now you're with me. And then you pull back, and you see Alice. And I'm like, oh, crap. Seriously, total flip. I was not expecting that. But Alice looks completely vacant behind the eyes. Yes, absolutely vacant. Either she is so heavily medicated or is just a vegetable. I don't know why they're in the same facility, but hey, whatever works, I guess. Right. (laughs) And you start seeing then because they pull away and you see shots of Butcher's Block. Right. And all of that graffiti is kind of fading away. Yes. I'm like, okay, so does this mean... The area is getting better, or the fact that the peaches are not there anymore, it's just automatically fading? Like, I wasn't well, sure. Well, if it's been a year, and if the people aren't going back and retouching the faces up like we saw the, the first couple do, mm-hmm. 
then then yeah, it's going to fade away. So you figure that means that yes, there hasn't been any attacks, any people go missing, so people are starting to feel a little safer and forgetting about the butcher. Okay. And we see Zoe asleep in her bed. She gets up and she takes her medication. Normally. Yes. Not sniffing anything. No. And we go, okay, where are we? Well, we're at Luis's because her cat is cleaning her bowl. No cats were harmed in this one. Yes. (laughs) And you hear Luis say, you have the best fingers for this job. What? Huh? Yeah. And we see Izzy sitting next to Louise, stuffing a squirrel. I guess she's learning a trade. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, that was cute. You keep, just keep pushing it down, but it, pushing it in, but don't tear it, and don't let him bite you like the last time. Like what? <laughs> yeah, is this the same Louise we met in? <laughs> right, like first episode. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, what is happening? Zoe brings in food, and you see Luke there, and you go, well, huh, Luis has a family now? Well, I mean, they did live through something very traumatic together. Yes, they did. (laughs) I was honestly expecting Diane to be there. Right. Because we don't know what happened. I mean, maybe whatever intervention kept her sane enough to get Izzy out kind of wore off, but she was there to help, and I thought... Maybe she might still be there, but right, but, not so much. But no, and Louise serves them and tells Luke that she's watching him and he's not going to sneak a piece of it under the table for the dog. Right, like, uh, <laughs> and we get the shot of the dog going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. If the dog is too upset because if we find out what they're having, and yeah. <laughs> it's Greek, and I I can't remember the name of it, but I. Oh, I couldn't make it I out. I <laughs> think I'm pretty sure it has eggplant, so you know the dogs might might be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pass. I'm cool." Yeah, because, I think so. <laughs> you know, it's like a vegetarian dish, which I right. think after seeing everything, I'd probably be like, "Yep, I'm vegetarian too." Yeah. And uh, then the final thing that we see, oh my god, this is messing me up. The freaking meat monster walking in the park. Right. So what the hell? Is it stuck down there? I don't... It could be. (sighs) It could be. I don't know. I don't... Because there's not a peach there to make the staircase appear. And nobody has seen this meat monster? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think they're still staying out of the park. They haven't come... The city hadn't come in and bulldozed it over yet. Ah, well, I, I would do that too. Yeah, that would oh. be the first thing I would do is get bulldozers in there and knock it all down. By the way, I, I found out what it was. It's spanakopita, which is a spinach pie, which, again, if I would be good not having that myself. But I would probably pass if I was the dog, too. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to look it up. So, yeah, this had an ending where we had questions, like, for real. Like, first season, yeah. the Two guys. Yeah, the brother sacrificed himself to keep his younger brother from escaping. Which he kind of was able to talk to his kid, which was weird, which is bad, I think. But it was through the TV, so he wasn't physically there. Right. The second season, I felt like we had closure, like for real. Right, yes. This season, having this weird meat monster thing and all these questions, (laughs) it's like, what? (laughs) Oh my god. Seriously. Like, did you have any big question marks that were still kind of hanging for you. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we got rid of some of the peaches, but not all the peaches. You would think that you would have taken out all the peaches, taken, gotten rid of the summer house, all that would be gone, and it was still there. So it kind of felt like, yeah, he's hanging on to this, so maybe again in the future he can... Come back? Come back, yeah. Unless it's been a year and he sent the meat monster down somehow. That's true. He could have. Ooh, I didn't think about it that way. So right. Just but now. You didn't see, right. You didn't see the meat monster with anything. So true. now, of course, he could have been walking away from the staircase going to look for something. Hmm. And sometimes so. you'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think about this season? Because this was like way out there. I personally liked it. Steve saying thumbs up. 
But what did you oh, guys yeah. think? Shoot us an email at scifitalk at fangirlzone.com and then we can post it up. Just kind of what you guys all thought about everything because this was like, whoa, out there. So while you're at it, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on because good rating interviews does help other people find our show because you know we do sci-fi talk. And our next sci-fi talk that we will be doing is Krypton because that's starting that's up right. shortly. Obviously, yes, 10 days. Obviously, you guys know what we're already doing, but I mean, our next new show. <laughs> but uh, check out that. Check out all the shows. And we have Expanse coming back soon, which we yes. are super excited about because yes. that is so exciting. I love that. So please yeah. keep up with us on that. And if you're tweeting along with us, we are at FGZ Podcast. And of course, you can check out all the other shows that we do on Sci Fi Talk or all the other ones that we're starting to put out. It's taking some time because we have so yeah. many shows. It's great and crazy and exciting all at the same time. But if there's anything out there that you'd like to join us on that you see coming out, you know, shoot us an email. We love having people guest with us, too. And yep. Tell your friends all about all the awesome shows coming. You need to make your friends watch this. If you watch this and you're listening to us, you need to make them watch these six episodes of this crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know what the next season is. They haven't said what it actually is yet. Right. So they and keep ramping this up. It's like just little baby steps, but enough where it's like leaps and bounds from the last episode or last season. Right. It's crazy. So do hope you're enjoying it all. Don't forget to check out our website, fangirlzone.com. We have some shopping links if you want to check those out and see Steve and I cartoonized as our awesome sci-fi <laughs> talk people. All right. So for this episode of sci-fi talk and the season finale of this season of Butcher. I'm sorry, this season of Channel Zero, Butcher's Block. I am Sean Fangrela. And I'm Steve. Your mind is fragile. His power could overwhelm you. And until next time.